Well, from time to time here on The Night Shift, we like to talk to Bob Catter. They call him the father of the house, Bob Catter, the boss of the Catter Australian Party. He's got some thoughts on a new taxation model aimed at families. And he's saying that under his split income taxation model, families would virtually be exempt from paying income tax. Bob Catter said, Australians are a dying race, as no one could afford to have families, and the current tax models were favouring were favouring dual income, career-minded individuals, rather than someone wanting to be a bit old-fashioned and raise children. Now, if Australia's reproductive rate continues, we eventually aren't going to have a tax base to look after those Australians who are retiring. And the only way to get around that, and I've said this a million times, is to increase immigration. I want to talk to Bob Catter about this. He's on the phone now. Father of the house, Bob Catter, welcome back to Triple M. Luke, great honour to be on your program. God bless all the listeners. Can I tell you a quick story, Bob? I had five millennials at our place for lunch last Saturday. Great bunch of young people, really employed, intelligent, great thinkers and a a great inspiration to their generation. And the topic of getting married and having children came up. And every single one of them, Bob, said not interested in having children. And I said, why? And they said, simply, it's too expensive. We have other things we want to do. We want to travel. We are flat out trying to get a deposit together for a house, let alone stamp duty. And I'm sorry, children not on our radar. Your thoughts? China's running this problem big time. You know, they've got all these old people now, and they've got no young people to look after them. It's a very, very serious problem. They had the one-child policy, which they enforced, and, um, and now they're paying the price. But, you know, who wants to belong to a vanishing race? I mean, when 20 Australians die... They are replaced by 17 people. I think the latest figure will probably be 16 because our birth rate is falling very significantly each year. It gets worse and worse. So, you know, um, <clears throat> out of the gene pool, the sooner the better as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, you know, if you look at the reality, if you are on $100,000 a year, well, let's, you know, no, I'll say $100,000, right? Uh, uh, now, that means you pay 25000 in tax. Mm. So if you're two dinks, double income, no double kids. Double income, no kids, right, yeah. Right. Um, you pay your tax, 25000 each, and that leaves you with $75,000 for disposable income. Now, if you've got three kids, the chance of the wife working are not good. You know, it's, it's sort of so costly for her to work that. So how, explain simply for me so even I can understand. What's your suggestion? No, I need to, to, the problem screams the suggestion. So they're on $75,000 each. When this bloke on 100000 he pays tax 25000 Then it's split five ways. Mm. So they're on 15000 I mean, the question is, do you want to be on 75000 disposable income or 15000 Well, needless to say, a lot of people decide not to have kids. But mm. where your housing prices in Sydney... A 1.2 million in Brisbane, the 820,000. They, you know, like they should be 400,000. And I won't go into that now, right? But 
if your income split, that means that that $100,000 mm-hmm. that you're earning mm-hmm. as the breadwinner, and in many cases this could be the woman, of course, um, if you're earning 100000 you split that five ways, you're below the threshold. Mm. And I'm being a little bit, you know, simplistic here, but you're below the threshold, so you pay no tax. Um, now, you say, well, where are you going to get the tax revenue? You've lost all this tax revenue now. Mm. Where are you going to make it up? Well, <laughs> tax, gas. We have only three commodities we export. The gas, coal, and iron ore. Now, we get 20... $2 billion. Australia gets $2 billion for the gas we sell and produce. $2 billion. Quantar produces the same amount of gas as us and they get over $100 billion. Mm-hmm. They get $100 billion, we get $2 billion. Well, there you go. So let's set them up for $16 billion. We'll be very, very conservative and reasonable. So $16 billion there. We're the only country on earth that makes no charge on goods coming into the country. The average is 14.5%. Australia charges you nothing. You get in here free. So you can compete against Australians um, and get in free. Now, a primary charge of a little 25% on imports will give you another $20 billion. So there's your money. There's your money. You want to buy something from overseas instead of buying Australian made? Well, you'll pay 5% more. Um, and so you should, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Now, we, we have a wonderful young woman in our news department here at Triple M, Maddie Larson. And she talks to me uh, every morning. And she is about to get married. She would love to one day own a home, but she believes, I, I don't want to put words into her mouth, but she believes that she's probably going to be renting for a hell of a long time because it's just so hard. So the idea of having children is a long way from her list of priorities at the moment. She had a question for you. Just have a listen to this, Bob. This is Maddie Larson from our newsroom. My only concern is Mm. when you think about Gen Z and Gen Y, people that haven't had kids yet, it's Mm. not because they don't want to have kids. Well, Gen Z, they're a bit younger, but it's because they can't afford it. And most That's people right. aren't on a hundred grand a year. My only fear is if you take the tax away from the families that may already have a house and they already have kids, yes, they're struggling, then the younger generations coming up, do they foot the bill for the tax? Or is he hoping that the higher income earning uh, people are taxed more? Because I just think uh, the Australian dream is kind of over. You know, that middle class uh, dream is almost over of having a kid, having kids owning a home. Yeah, that's Betty Larson from our newsroom. Bob Catter, what did you make of that? We're trying to, I'm trying to convince the government that um, we're putting up to them that within an hour's drive of Cairns, or Townsville, their population centres are 300,000 people, same size as Canberra. Um, uh, we can provide you with a house and land package of 360,000. So roll your swag, go north. Go north. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Bob Catter is with us, uh, and often referred to as the father of the house. He is uh, the boss of the Catter Australian Party. Bob Catter. Uh, Barnaby Joyce has been in the news, obviously, for the wrong reasons recently because of a night out last Wednesday in Canberra. I spoke to David Littleproud on my program yesterday morning. Um, He said the same things on Channel 7 Sunrise later on in the morning, but he said it here first on the night shift. Um, David Littleproud is saying that 
Well, maybe Barnaby Joyce just needs a bit of time out and a bit of a holiday. Here's David Littleproud on the night shift on Triple M yesterday. The first question, are you okay? Uh, and I think that's what everybody um, should be asking. And he is okay. Um, and and in his own admission, this wasn't normal behaviour. Uh, but there were extenuating circumstances of this. And, and much of what he's talked about uh, on Friday and Saturday was about uh, the mixture of some prescriptions that he's been given. And he, he wasn't careful enough with the mixture of those prescriptions with alcohol and the quantity that he drank, and he's been big enough to acknowledge that. But there's some also some other circumstances that he's confided in me, and I, I don't tend to break his trust. My job is to create an environment around him that he's protected in the sense that he gets all the support he needs. Uh, and both Peter Dutton and I have both had a conversation with him and, and encouraged him uh, to take some time off. Okay, David Littleproud on my program yesterday morning here on the night shift. Bob Catter, what do you make of... All of this. Well, Martin, we didn't take much notice of because he's in the house today at question time. Um, look, um, you know, there's a lot of things that go on here that um, would not bear the light of public scrutiny. Um, and uh, he got caught. Um, there's a lot of them that haven't got caught. Um, mm. And there's one report that uh, I'm aware of that the bloke. It's a lot worse than what Barnaby did, I can assure you. Um, so, but I, it, it intrigues me a little bit, Barnaby, because I don't think I've ever heard anyone that articulates our aspirations as Australians, and not just rural Australians, but as Australians, better than Joyce. He articulates our aspirations better than anyone. I don't know of anyone that has delivered less and Barnaby Joyce. Bob Catter, should Barnaby Joyce stay in the shadow ministry? Um, look, I don't want to comment on that. that. That's for people in the party to comment on. I left the party. They deregulated every rural industry, so I got out. And uh, so I don't think it's proper for me to comment. But uh, let me say this to you. You know, if you can't control your drinking, then don't drink. And I think that that's something that the leadership here should say to Barnaby Joyce. Bob Catter, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for always giving us so much time. God bless all the listeners.